This episode of TC Spotlight is brought to you by The Lighthouse Store. The Lighthouse Store is a new thrift store in Rocky Mount located at 3217 Sunset Avenue. If you haven't completed all your Christmas shopping yet, be sure to check them out. They have rock-bottom prices, but high-quality inventory. Their business hours are Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They're a Christ-centered thrift store that sells high-quality donated items to the general public with all proceeds going to support local post-prison ministries in Nash and Edgecombe counties. In addition to shopping, if you have items you'd like to donate, you can drop by during business hours or call James at 252-822-2047. You can also check out redemptionplace.org to find out more about the ministries they support. We'd like to thank the Lighthouse Store, and we'd like to encourage listeners to go check them out. This episode of TC Spotlight is also brought to you by Metro Maintenance. Metro Maintenance has provided fast, reliable services to its customers since 1986. The company services Nash, Edgecombe, and Halifax counties and offers services for homeowners, business owners, and commercial and institutional facilities. These services include heating and cooling, electrical plumbing, and general repairs. Metro Maintenance holds all of the appropriate licenses, is insured, and all work is guaranteed. Call 252-977-2730 for service today. This episode of TC Spotlight is also brought to you by Factory 633. Factory 633 is an event venue located in Rocky Mount with 4,000 square feet of air-conditioned space available for weddings, corporate events, and more. Contact them for more information by phone at 252-350-2216 or by email at events at factory633.com. You can also find them at factory633.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to TC Spotlight. We're joined today with Stephanie Houtland. I believe I said that right. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a writer of the Main Street Rocky Mount blog. Uh, she's also author of several books. We'll get into that uh, later. She is a board member of Preservation Rocky Mount and the Twin Counties Hall of Fame which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. Uh, She was past president of the Rocky Mountain Garden Club and a former member of the Tar River Orchestra. So quite a list of accomplishments there. Um, But I wanted to ask you first, uh, since the point of this is to cover good things that are happening in the Twin Counties, um, how did you end up in the Twin Counties? And specifically, how did you end up uh, writing about Rocky Mountain? Well, we retired, had been retired, and uh, came down uh, into the Chapel Hill area okay. at Governor's Club. And um, then when we uh, got ready to size down, we moved to uh, uh, to uh, Rocky Mount, to Nashville, actually, Na- uh, Nashville, North Carolina, because my son-in-law, George Greer, who's the rector of St. Andrew's Episcopal Church, and my daughter and grandchildren um, lived here, and um, we didn't know anybody, but we uh, we called it sizing down, and um, I, I grew up outside Chicago, and so you, you grow up without maybe even recognizing how knowledgeable you get about architecture because uh, Chicago is blessed with some of the most famous architects that have built their buildings and somehow or other they tear them down and build build them more beautiful the next time. So I had grown up with that kind of um, an eye. And when we moved to Nashville, I had said to my 
to my husband at that time, uh, before he had uh, died, that I wanted to go downtown. I wanted to see what it what it was, and of course, absolutely fell in love with the commercial architecture in along Main Street, and yet it everything was silent. Mm -hmm. It was a quiet place, and um, kind of weighed on me. I, you know, I thought, you know, this 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 architecture is it was traditional uh, commercial architecture of the time, but nevertheless. Um, it's worse for the wear. And I got, you know, got to thinking about it. And you know how sometimes you feel like somehow or other there's a little voice in you and you think maybe, maybe it might be God telling you something. And the voice said to me, Stephanie, you write, do something about it. And I wound up um, going to see John Gesso, who was at that time the downtown development manager, and ask him if I would be stepping on anybody's toes if I started a blog which I had never done, and... Um, and what what year was that when you started the blog? Uh, four, four or five years ago now. And um, John's response was, help me change the narrative of Rocky Mount. And so um, I... I was still on the learning curve for social media and um, how you do some of these things, but kept at it, and... It's turned out to be the most wonderful experience because one thing leads to another. And somebody would say to me, well, have you met so-and-so? If You really should go and talk to them. They'll tell you about. And so that was exactly what happened. And people were very generous to, to share their memories and their knowledge. And I wrote the blog with the byline sort of, of uh, building a future uh, no, honoring the past, building a future. And that's what, what has taken me um, into a lot of uh, areas in the city, um, the different historic districts. And it is the most, uh, I really believe in the word possibilities. Mm -hmm. And Rocky Mount is full of possibilities. And in the time I've been here, even from the time when they said, well, nobody goes downtown, you know, you'll get mugged. You know, well, of course, nothing could have been further from the truth. And um, I did come downtown and met people on the street and began to talk to them. And um, the, the different young people, which is key here, who have come along and planted their flag downtown, black and white, um, have made a stunning difference in the, in the few years that I've lived here, six or seven years that I've lived here. And um, I, I continued to learn more about even though I'd grown up, as I say, you know, near uh, an area where it, the architecture doesn't get much better, mm -hmm. both commercial and residential. Um, I grew up in Evanston, Illinois, and it was full of old Victorian house, you know, wonderful, wonderful housing. And Rocky Mount is full of historical, you know, the historical districts, um, houses that are 
recognized. I, I, I talk a lot about the shotgun houses, and they were identified with uh, poor, poor living and. Uh, weren't necessarily thought of as uh, something to be cherished, but it turned out that the American architectural societies deemed uh, the shotgun houses one of the influential architectural styles in the country. So can we, let's go ahead and talk about this then. Um, A lot of Rocky Mount seems from uh, the perspective of someone who doesn't understand architecture, uh, obviously the mills area is is very popular now. Mm. Um, those mill homes, I'm sure when they were built, were not thought that one day they would be the cool thing where people wanted to live. Uh, they definitely were for the, the workers at the mills. Um, is that how a lot of downtown Rocky Mount came in to be? Is a lot of it uh, homes that were designed for people that were working there or were are there certain areas that were primarily wealthy people who were building kind of custom homes for themselves yes uh y- yes to you know to yes to, to, both. <laughs> to, the, to those kind of questions the historical district that is um uh edgecombe um there were a lot of railroad people in that uh, in in that built homes um a lot of people came in came into the Rocky Mount area from um, what what might have been called plantations. You know, they were farmers and they were, but they began to make a little money and the wives, I think, decided they'd like to have a little nicer living. And um, these homes began to be built and they were um, Villa Place is one of my favorite historic districts. It's full of bungalows and interesting stories about... And which streets would those be on? Um, off of, um, off of uh, Sunset, uh, um, Howell, and... Um, oh, I'm, I'm having a senior moment. Would Beale Street? Yes, and yes. Hillary and in that area? They're all in through that area. It may change uh, districts, uh, but yes, all in through there. And those houses um, were uh, built for for um, the families that, at first, you know, the workhouse, workforce-like housing that actually, you know, provided the workers for the mill. And as you say, their own, their own historical district there with the, um, the, the houses that the mill workers worked in, um, I mean, it, 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 it's been a fabulous restoration. Mm-hmm. And um, there are pockets all, if we, if we talk about wards one, two, three, and four, um, those are the areas that are closest to downtown. People could walk. Um, the, uh, the, the stories about the, the dads coming home, walking over the track, uh, onto Tarboro Street and, um, uh, being greeted by their kids who ran up, you know, to meet them and, uh, who washed their cars in the driveway on the weekends and, you know, the, the, just, just plain folks, Yeah, plain yeah. folks. No, that's, um, my grandmother grew up down there and yeah, she talks a lot about how she would walk everywhere. Yes. It was very, it was very, and you know, cars weren't necessarily as prevalent then, but, that's right. uh, but everything, everyone worked within walking distance of the home they lived in. Um, which actually, uh, you bringing up Chicago, uh, Chicago is a very, it's not, it's a walkable city. They also have very good public transportation. Yes. Um, 
obviously the way Rocky Mount has developed, it's become very suburban. Do you feel like that's one of the reasons why people are interested in downtown Rocky Mount is, for instance, at the mills, there's this nice element that you can live there and you can walk to a restaurant and you don't have to have a car. You don't have exactly. to. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And, and like you said, on Main Street, it's such a beautiful place to walk around. Yeah. Uh, and that does seem to be something that communities have lost as walking spaces. So it's very it's very important now to this, you know, people. um they used to say to ask a question to a person, where do you work? Well, now the, the question is, where do you live? Because you no longer have to be on the fifth floor uh, in a building um, in Chicago or, you know, uh, you, you, you can, uh, young entrepreneurs have sought out places that have a sense of place like Rocky Mount does, has a wonderful story between the mill and um, the furniture and uh, tobacco. And there there are a lot of, um, there was a lot of diversity here. And people are seeking that kind of a life again, where they don't have to get in their car and drive everywhere they go. And so that walkable neighborhoods are, are very much back in vogue, yeah. um, as well as people being able to now work um, from home. And so the where do you live, um, one of the places I, I would love to be able to say, uh, I live in uh, one of the historical districts uh, in, in, in Rocky Mount, mm-hmm. uh, Villa Edgecombe, they all have, they all have their own story. And, and architecture that has what I would say, lost its glory. But if you have eyes to see, um, remarkable in that a, a bungalow home, which Rocky Mount is filled with, it's a, a very fine style to, to the high ceilings and and uh, space, a, a wonderful place to raise a family and bring uh, your grandchildren back to and things like that. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 saving of th- in these historical areas uh, that are walkable um, is very key to bring people who would say, I, I, I'd like to live here. So I want to get into your work with uh, Preservation Rocky Mount and some of your blog. Um, before we get to that, though, I did just want, well, I have two questions for you. Uh-huh. Uh, bungalow is a beautiful word. My first question is, what is a bungalow? And the second question is, are there, you mentioned the commercial district on Main Street and some of the buildings Mm. there. Mm. Are there any in particular that are your favorite that you like to visit again and again that our listeners should go check out themselves if they've never seen them? Yes. I mean, just, um, I, 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 when I first started going downtown after my initial, um, experience with it, I would get out with my camera and walk. And I, at that time, didn't necessarily know whose businesses were had once been in some of this, uh, art, what I refer to as commercial architecture. But um, we, we are, from my point of view, have one of the most, uh, a, a downtown that could, 
could be the the, the light on the hill, uh, you know, for Eastern North Carolina. Uh, and and I'm I'm hoping very much that Rocky Mount, as they have become more aware of the whole preservation movement in the country um, to save these wonderful things that were built in a way that a house isn't built today and the materials that went into it and um, a lot of things that became uh, people became aware of um, as, a, as a, the rationale to hang on to this kind of architecture. Mm -hmm. And the bungalow, I... I don't know how to. I don't know that I know a, a, an exact definition of it, but the layout of them, the architectural plans of them, are very similar. They may have a different uh, front door, you know, where it's placed, or uh, uh, the the porch, porches, uh, which are key to to the bungalows. Um, they may be a little different. Have different. Uh, balustrades, etc., but it is a it is an architectural um, it is a kind of uh, architecture that has uh, has been known for its um, style and and the opportunity of them gotcha. beautiful old windows you know that that kind of thing. And then can you, uh, since you mentioned shotgun homes, can you explain what a shotgun home is? Well, they, 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 they used to, the, the, the idea was that you could open the front door and they are built along a long hallway uh, with uh, rooms on that kind of like a ladder that go along. And the idea was that if you wanted to shoot a shotgun off at the front door, it would go th through, to the, through the back door. Gotcha. So, you know, lined up like that. But they are perfect for um, a workforce housing, seniors, uh, because they're not that big, you know, but but they, they um, the, the, the price of them, you know, they're, they're affordable. Mm -hmm. they're, you're not paying for... Uh, a great big home. Um, so seniors, uh, uh, first time, um, uh, maybe in a marriage that, you know, they're looking for their, you know, their first home, but they're both working. Um, it's, it's kind of housing that the, the young professionals can start. I, I think everybody is aware of what the shotgun houses have come to mean in New Orleans. And they have tours and they move them if, you know, in order to have a, a, a whole neighborhood filled with them. Uh, amazing things. And we can do that with our shotgun houses. Um, they, they're, they're in dire need of, of uh, appreciation. What, what areas of Rocky Mount have shotgun homes? Well, in one and two and three, and certainly in four. And there may be some scattered, you know, elsewhere, but predominantly, um, I would say, in, in, and those are wards that um, are downtown, mm -hmm. you know, or, or just across uh, Villa Place, that historic district, is just across the tracks um, on the Nash County side. So... I, I believe I saw on your blog, Rocky Mount has seven historic districts. Yes. Is no, that, seven wards. Seven wards. Seven okay. wards. Okay. All right. I must have misread that. So um, 
the historic districts, are they defined as historic by Rocky Mount or is that a state designation or... Because I know I've seen on some of the homes that they are on the national registry. Yes, even. it's um, w- wonderful. What yes. Are the, what, are the, what does it mean for something to be considered a historic district? Well, somebody for, in the first place, somebody's got to go to bat for it. There are um, uh, regulations, you know, qualifications of the houses, and um, something is not considered historic if it isn't at least 50 years old. So I, I wanted to get to... Um, you're a board member of Preservation Rocky Mount. Can you speak to a little bit about what is Preservation Rocky Mount? What's their mission? And, uh, and yeah, what are they doing right now to, I guess, raise awareness about, about these historic districts? It was a group that started um, some years ago, and their, their goal was to, to uh, save some housing and, and bring awareness. And um, the... The highlight of it, the, the people who first put their energy and their creativity into it, um, eventually got worn out, and new, you know, several new generations have come to it, mm-hmm. and it, it has gone through a recent uh, uh, time of reinventing itself. Um, there are so many reasons, some of which we talked about, you know, earlier that. Um, People are moving here because there is this great sense of place and a wonderful story. And um, so the heart of preservation is trying to bring awareness and educate people. Um, you know, why would you fool with that old thing? You know, you could build it up, knock it down and build it better and and words that, you know, make me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this current group, uh, the one thing that I'm, you know, very proud about is, is that um, we have worked hard at attracting some young board members. The problem we've got here in Rocky Mount, these wonderful people who have been so instrumental to um, trying to build a community here um, are aging out. And I always thought it was fascinating that when you, when you read about, um, in the Second World War, about the um, people in England, the MI6 and some of those things, it was said that they went to Cambridge to try to recruit uh, that, uh, they called them the best and the brightest. And we've got a whole lot of best and brightest here in Rocky Mount in the young population. Fabulous young people, black and white, that are really instrumental right this minute in saving downtown. They've planted their flag down there. They're opening businesses. They um, uh, have not been discouraged uh, to leave, uh, but but have are, are working really hard to make it a place that you can go downtown and walk and there are restaurants and there is some entertainment and the, and that's happening right this minute. Can, can you, I know on your blog, you've highlighted a couple of those successful projects, whether they were housing redevelopments or yes. some of the commercial yes. properties being redone. Um, are there a few that stand out that you'd want to mention for people to know about? Oh, well, you, you know, yes, because we have, we have them to be thankful for. Um, 
I think one of the the, the names that, that comes to mind because he's, you know, maybe he's taken on more than he can chew, but nevertheless, there's a young uh, man here whose name is Troy Davis, mm -hmm. and he has um, uh, been very uh, active downtown. But if you go and look at uh, the other uh, Tarboro and uh, Wilson and Goldsboro and New Bern and um, they returned to the uh, revitalization by building, re repurposing mm -hmm. these buildings so that they are now living above the store. And that's really happening in Rocky Mount. So that it isn't just a place that rolls up the sidewalks at five o'clock, mm -hmm. but that there is a reason to come downtown mm -hmm. and certainly now to live downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, I think uh, I think anyone who's familiar with the mills and has seen oh. the success of that, um, it, it's almost intimidating now. You know, going there, it's so so crowded and <laughs> it, it's so fabulous and and it they they are really responsible. The the people who are the entrepreneurs who have have recognized the architecture downtown, et cetera, and have wanted to to come and uh, uh, do something here. Uh, the mill certainly uh, was a the most successful thing to show that it can be done. And and I think um, uh, I believe his name is Nasir Duke. Uh, he, I, he the the gentleman doing the Pearl Street. Um, apartments there. Um, yes. he, he had done an interview with the mayor where he spoke about one of the keys to successful redevelopment and uh, especially with downtown redevelopment uh, is the concept of controlling a zone. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's difficult if you just have the one building that's nice, but then the two on the side of them are dilapidated and falling apart. And I think the mills is proof of that success. You know, they oh. controlled the whole thing. And so they were able to do it as one big project rather than it being piecemeal. And it seems like some of that is happening now uh, Abs further downtown. Absolutely. There's, there's whole neighborhoods being redone instead of just. Kevin with his uh, the city lights um, built a couple of living above the store. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. And, you know, and there 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 are other people who have um, uh, this new thing you've just, you know, mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, that's a fabulous uh, uh, renewal of those buildings and repurposing. Wonderful. Yeah, and, and, uh, and it's right down from some of those other beautiful homes on Pearl Street. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, One thing leads to another. It does. If yeah. you wind up, it's like planting a seed. You know, you you, you move in on uh, Pearl Street and you do something about your, your exterior. You cut the lawn, you get rid of the wheat, you know, and somebody comes by and says, I could do that. And to me, what needs to happen still is that the individual neighborhoods, the individual wards, if you want to call districts, the sense of helping one another. Um, find out who in the next couple of blocks knows anything about plumbing, or they've been an electrician, or the, where you can wind up maybe having neighbors help one another uh, with, with the, the equity of helping you know, one another. Absolutely. Um, so last thing I want to get to is 
if somebody's heard this and now they're fired up, they want to they want to help <laughs> save downtown Rocky. Yeah, Mountain, come and help us save it. What what are what are some actionable things? How how can they help? How can they join Preserve Rocky Mount? How can they if they're interested in potentially uh, buying a property downtown and redoing it? Uh, I'm not. You don't have to get to the specifics on that, but what what is it that you would want the listeners to know about the opportunities that are out there for for being part of the solution? Well, one of the the key things here, as far as I'm concerned, is that um, we have a downtown development team, and they have um, decided, which I'm thrilled about, leaving the city. Hall area, and they are uh, have a beautiful facade that they that they've redone on Main Street, and they will be located there, so that if someone comes into town and is looking around, and comes across this, hopefully they'll walk in and say, "Tell me about some of these beautiful buildings. What's for sale? I've been thinking about." Mm-hmm. And to me, if that that alone is not on their toes. Um, you, you've got to have people in that position, and they are the people that you would start with. Uh, of course, they're realtors, uh, you know, that may be, you know, some someone you know. But oftentimes they don't help us because they can't feel that they can't make that much money so they try to take them away from the area to buy a, a new new house or a new and so the people like the preservation Rocky Mount people that really have a see the beauty um, they they you know, help with that kind of thing. And you can join Preservation Rocky Mountain. Unfortunately, I didn't have sense enough to think about, you know, giving an address right, right, right here as, as we're talking. But, um, I think that membership is, you know, $30 or, you know, it's, it's not much. Mm -hmm. And, um, we need some more people who have to, to, to have a voice in all of this. New Orleans, I think if you don't belong to the uh, the New Orleans Preservation Group, well, heaven's sakes, why, you know, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And it has become something that provides a tremendous amount of um, renewal for for the uh, for the city, and then these people that. You know, you and I might have some good ideas, but if we add five or six more people, you know, there'll be more. So the Preservation Rocky Mount concept for for me is putting people together of not that not necessarily agree about everything, but that have. If if someone comes to you and and wants interested in this building, you know, you can't stand there and say. Well, I, you know, I don't know whether it would help you or not. Or uh, you got to be able to have the vision and the language to say, "Hey, we can make this happen. Tell me more about what it is that you you want, and we'll, we'll find a way." Um, uh, the city has got to be involved in that part of it. Mm-hmm. We w- the attitude has got to be. Um, well, you're going to have to have this ordinance and you're going to have that ordinance. 
I don't know if they've looked back to find out that that ordinance might have already been grandfathered in, but the point is they we have to have the attitude of greeting these people who are coming to us with, we can make this happen. We'll work together. And uh, so the city office that's, that's going to have a presence right down on Main Street, it, it, to me, it, 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 it's, it's going to be key as we continue to revitalize. Absolutely. And um, can you let the listeners know if they want to follow your work with the Main Street blog, uh, how they can access that? Yes, sure. I'd love it. Uh, it's, it's simple. If you just um, type in... Um, it's all, of course, you know, all one one address, and it's MainStreetRockyMount.com. All one, all one word. And if you type that in, it will take you to the site. And um, the blog, which has been on a hiatus, I've called it. It's a, only five minutes, but it's called Talking Main Street with Stephanie. And um, you know, I, I, people leave comments, and you know, it's it's fascinating. And um, for those listeners who have stayed this long, I did want to ask, I saw that you were an author of a couple of books. Yes. Uh, and, and potentially are some of those books, are people from Rocky Mount characters in them? The last one is. Can you, can you it, tell it, us a little it, bit about that it, book? Um, I dedicated, dedicated the book um, in part to, it, it's, it's called uh, Repairs of the Breach. And it is a, a piece of scripture that talks about um, saving, you know, and, and people will walk on the streets again. And we have got some wonderful people here who, who are, are trying to repair this breach that we have. And um, uh, so the book is dedicated, besides to my children and, grand, you know, that kind of thing, to the repairers of the breach here at Rocky Mount, who uh, are downtown, they're young like yourself, they're um, working their hearts out, you know, to to um, to, to to bring a, a new day. And if people want to get this book, is it on Amazon? Yes, it's just it yes, it's on Amazon, uh, you know, dot com, and it, and and. Uh, it's it's called this latest one is called Repairs of the Breach. And this is uh, Stephanie Howland. If you go on Amazon and search that, I'm sure the book Ye will come up. Yes, and the other two that are uh, both set up partially um, uh, set in England, in the Cotswolds. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, I'll, I'll definitely be checking those out. Good. Um, this again was Stephanie Howland with us today. And thank you, Stephanie, for uh, being our very first guest on uh, TC Spotlight. I loved it. And I, you know, I, I think in, in parting from you is, is it, it, this is a, a wonderful place full of wonderful people. And um, they, they deserve to, to have a life that is uh, rich and, and full and uh that's what we, that's what I hope we're about here now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. Thank you.